listening to Nightlight. Hi, and a warm welcome to a very special current events edition of Nightlight. This show is going to be posted on SoundCloud only and not on YouTube, so that my guest on the show, Stephen Strutt, can be unrestricted in what he shares. Stephen, nice to have you back with us on the show. Great to talk with you again. Robert has been doing a great job keeping us abreast with the latest news on his weekly Key Updates podcast, which I've been very happy to help him produce. But I've missed hearing your take on current events. So much has happened since the last time you were on the show. So I know you're going to have much to share. Nightlight, keeping you in tune with the times. I can hardly do the subject justice because so much happens, is thrown at us all the time. But having said that, it's very interesting because it's not all bad news. (laughs) There's a lot of good news too, right? And that's some of the things I want to bring out today. In general, what I'm going to talk about today there seems to be a famine in the land, spiritually and physically. Many people are talking about it, but I'm just going to give you a quick rundown of what I've been putting on my website. I'll just keep right up to date. Good. What I've been putting right now is to encourage everybody to get ready. Get ready and remember what you were trained years ago to not take for granted your water, your food your electricity, your gas. That's right. As we've seen this year, governments are really clamping down through their policy, especially because of what's happened in Ukraine, using that as an excuse to jack up the prices. And they've jacked up the gas 40 to 100% in the UK. I don't know what it's like everywhere else. You can let us know. Just tell us what it's like where you are. But I tell you, we have had to take some strict measures ourselves to really ration how much gas electricity we use And now the next thing we hear is they're going to do the same thing with water. We know what tricks these guys are up to. I don't even have words bad enough for these rich felons who are behind it. But I'm getting a bit ahead of myself. I'll just give you a quick rundown of what's been happening. As you know, there's been a big economic forum meeting in Davos, as they hold every four years. That's right. And um, it hasn't gone so well for them. Here's the good news. One of their big heroes and founder of these guys, the elite, Henry Kissinger, he went and put a big pin in their balloon by telling them that what they did was a load of rubbish. They never should have gone into Ukraine and they should apologize to the Russians and stop this nonsense because they said, don't you realize it's strengthening China? That's right. Are you guys idiots? So here is some people on the very top of the elite talking to the new elite what you're doing is dangerous. Interesting. You know, and, and I think for once, Henry Kissinger, what he says is correct. That's the latest article on my website. Just got that. He says Kissinger nails it for once and tells his crony underlings at the World Economic Forum that they screwed up badly in Ukraine and in our policy against Russia. You better reverse it immediately. That's his advice. That's good when you see these guys divided against each other. It's very interesting. It's like in the ancient times in the Bible, the prophet would pray, and then their enemies that came again, they would start slaughtering each other, right? <laughs> yes. I want to let people know that I'm just saying this today because it's something happened when we were praying. We were praying today. What we got from the Lord was, why do you just tell people about some of these things that are happening in the world? What you need to do is ask people to pray against them. Bring them down. Yes. Bring them down. Not put up with it. Why are we as Christians, when we know what's going on, why are we tolerating it? 
Why we tolerate it was our desperate prayers to bring down these devils, these demons who are trying to destroy every man, woman and child on the planet. You have to wake up to what these guys, what the, what you, it was easy this time. Just listen to what they said at Davos. They want to get rid of most people. Right. They really do. It's not conspiracy theory. It's fact. Their policy is to get rid of 95% of the world population because they see everybody as cockroaches. God. They want just the very rich and the poor. No middle class. This is not science fiction. This is a reality. Brothers and sisters have told me this, sent me stuff on the same thing over and over again, including you, Simon, Kathy, many others. They send me stuff saying, have you seen this? Have you seen that? And I tell you, it keeps happening over and over again. So, like I, I started out, I see famine coming. So I don't get too ahead of myself, because I'm going to talk about quite a few things on this. I'll just mention some of the other things that have been happening. Look at this here. This is from Mike Adams, right? He's a survivalist, been the military expert on all kinds of ways uh, protecting yourself and that. Some of his things I find too extreme, some things I find are very useful. This is what he says here. Globalists are now shifting into their kill phase of human extermination, abandoning all their previous strategies of trying to hide their true intentions. Now they openly talk of cutting off energy to humanity, starving people to death with food supply disruptions, resetting the global currencies to plunge humanity into poverty and achieving depopulation through the use of vaccines and deadly medications. God damn them. That's on Brighteon. That's the alternative to YouTube, and that's Mike Adams talking there on Natural News. Very, very interesting. I listened to it myself. Very interested on this case. Here's another one. This is really disgusting, this one. Just came out. Absolute must-see. Spain admits to spraying deadly pesticides as part of secret UN chemtrail program. What? Uh, Spain, under the auspice of the UN, has been spraying lead oxide, many of the very dangerous metals, over its citizens. You can see the article there on my website, clear. I would say uh, now, but in the past, people would say, oh, our government would never do that to us. Our government poison us? You want to bet? <laughs> Who rules your government? The government is not the rulers. Its bankers are over the top of the rulers. It's consortiums of big economic interests that control the governments, sadly. Democracy is a thing of the past, if it ever existed. Now they're open about it doesn't exist. Got to see this one. I think you said this one. The making of a global dictator. That is remarkable. That's on the, um, the burning platform. That is quite remarkable what they can now build. This is like, they built this image and it's like 300 feet high. It can move and they can project all kind of famous characters on it, sports characters and that. You can see people bowing down to this thing, you know. So somebody said, uh, we're not far away from the abomination of desolation. There's an article about that. Now here, for those interested in weather, well, I, I've observed for the last 10 years the weather, and I know the weather here in the West is, is very unpredictable. Fortunately, this year we've been having pretty good weather, I'd say. But how do you explain stuff like this? End of May, massive blizzard storm dumps three feet of snow in northwest Wyoming. Dozens of travelers stranded having to be rescued. What people need to understand is they have the power now to control the weather. That's right. And they have for quite some time. And they do it through the jet stream. Sadly, if you're to the north of the, the jet stream, it's all cold. If you're south of it, it's, it's warm, right? And in somewhere in between, you get floods and droughts, right? But they manipulate it when it suits their purpose, especially in the U.S. and the U.K., especially those two areas. 
And I, I'm convinced the UK manipulates the weather for one simple reason. For those who are not clear about this, who is it who rules this planet? Who are the real top people? Well, I'll tell you, they, they live here in the UK. They live here in the UK. The very top people are here. They said that the Britain is the brains and America is the brawn, right? And between this Anglo-American control, which has been there for a very, very long time, the rest of the world has to do what they're told, so to speak, or else. That's what you're seeing in Ukraine. That's what you're seeing in this fight against Russia. No matter what side you, you are on, doesn't matter. It's all manipulation. That's right. And why I said before, it was great that Henry Kissinger went put a pin in their balloon of what they've been doing by saying <laughs> they're wasting their time in Ukraine. It's going to backfire because Russia's stronger than you are. I, I, I'm convinced what Henry Kissinger said on this occasion was correct. Like a candle in the night, it's nightlight. What I wanted to read here, I start off by saying, talking about the four horsemen. This is the way I see it, but not that it matters. You can talk about each horse, man, and what you think it means, and a lot of people think what the white horse is, but I'm interpreting it in a slightly different way. I'm saying that to me, the leadership of this world is like the white horseman. Of course, they're trying to imitate the true king of kings, but they're failing miserably, and I think we'd all agree that the leadership we've seen in this world in the last three years is absolutely monstrous. It's demonic is the word, right? But the point is... The orders they're giving out, these leaders of the world, in general, I, I'm talking about Biden in the United States. I'm talking about Fauci, top medical guy. I'm talking about that crazy guy, Trudeau of Canada, an absolute nutcase leader there in Australia. These people are totally fascist, right? It's right. And who told them to do that? Who told them to become that way in some of the most free nations on earth? Australia and Canada used to be very liberal, very free, but what happened? Of course, they're given instructions from people higher than them to do this because they want to bring on their global one-world government. But it's all written in the Four Horsemen. If you see Revelation 6, you'll see, I'll just read it to you here. It says, talk about leadership on a world scale, an imitation of the real leader, the King of Kings, the white horse. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Well, I think that's the stage they're in now this would-be new world order and what they're trying to do bring on a one world government that's what they've been doing they've got their leadership i never thought the leadership would be so crazy i i thought that a emerging antichrist leader would be smart intelligent and according to the bible he divides among the poor the gain i haven't seen that with this lot that's on the scene now i'm not convinced these new world order guys are going to make it i personally believe there's going to come a Mr. Nice Guy, the Antichrist, who will be a lot smarter than all of them put together. That's my conviction. I agree. But anyway, they, you saw at Davos, these guys see themselves as gods. They see that the rest of us are um, dispendable. They talk so arrogantly. I don't see how they could possibly survive. And like you point out, they're so so old. My golly, might keel over the next dustbin around the corner. <laughs> it's, just, it's just ridiculous that these guys, they... They make out that they're so great, you know, the rest of us are a bunch of cockroaches. <laughs> uh, very stupid to talk like that. Arrogance could be a downfall, complete downfall. They even refer to a large part of the population of the world as being useless eaters at Davos. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah useless eaters. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I know. I mean, uh, what you read about years ago with John Todd, he would talk about stuff like this in the 70s. And, and uh, people thought, oh, that's pretty far out. 
but now you hear the same things he was he was talking about. Yes, you do. Right, well, the second horseman of war, right? And I went out another horse that was red, and power was given him that sat there on to take peace from the earth. They should kill one another. And I was given a great sword. Well, look at Ukraine now. They're trying to bring on a world government. So the leadership get together, have all these stupid meetings of the globalists and the rich, decide what they're going to do. What's the first thing they do according to Four Horsemen? War. That's right. They start war then Ukraine, right? What happens after that? Then after that, you've got three wealth and the rich. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, come and see, and I beheld a little black horse. And he that sat on him had a pair of balances in his hand. Now, what's that talking about? It's talking about the imbalance between rich and poor that's created artificially. It's not real. That's right. It's all created artificially. Do you know there's enough food on this planet to feed 30 planets, never mind one planet. Wow. There's plenty of food. My, my wife was pointing out the day, she said something really uh, simple and amazing. She said, you know, you take an apple, and God's made it so amazing, you cut it in half, it's full of all these seeds, and anybody with a bit of sense and a little bit of land can go out and plant those seeds if climate is suitable, and you get a whole crop of apples. And it's the same with anything. I'd say a little crop of land for each person on this planet will be a good idea right now where famine is upon us. It's here. It's happening. It's funny, I talked with Kathy, and she said, it was interesting to talk about this because we're going to talk about this in a few days' time. Yes, we're doing a show on it. <laughs> so that's great. That's right. Because I, I was saying, I think we need to advise people to become austere, very careful with their money, stay out of debt, watch your water, Watch your electricity and gas bill and don't be extravagant and don't waste money going out doing stuff that's not necessary or, or long holidays and stuff. Those days are over because the famine is not the future, it's now. It's upon us. These devils who are trying to take over, and I must say it's the most stupid lot of leadership I've ever seen in my life. Everybody's laughing at them as such fools. Yes. But it's their arrogance that make them look so stupid. All right? Anyway, we get that this imbalance of the, the wealth. Did you know... Under the years we had of COVID and vaccination, did you know that 500 new billionaires were made because of the vaccine companies and big pharma? God. 500 new billionaires cashed in on the suffering of millions who have died from these vaccines and died from the COVID. Horrific. It makes me furious. It makes me so angry. And I think that's how the rest of us do. We just start getting angry evil. Christianity is not supposed to be some pacifistic religion where, oh, I'm feeling great now, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven soon, and go to sleep. That's no use to anybody. You've got to get fired up. Yes. And know what's going on. Be not ignorant of the devil's devices. Know what the evil forces are doing and pulverize them with prayer. Amen. Get fired up with the word and start kicking their ass. And you can do it. You can do it. Absolutely. I, I can testify that all the times we've taken the time to really pray against the evil and the evil that's going on, something happens. Something does happen. Yes. And if we have more mentality, I'm not just praying for me and my family and a few friends. I'm praying for those who are suffering out there. They're suffering down in Africa. They're suffering in India. There's people who suffer. Really pray for them night and day in great desperation. Something happens. The Lord's told me that it's like somebody dropping a, a stone off a, a bridge into a big lake. It makes all these ripples. Your prayers make ripples. And the more you get desperate, the more effect you have. And I'm convinced that's why the Lord allows tragedies in our lives, to make us desperate. He allows all kinds of things happen to us, so we'll get more desperate, not for ourselves, but for others. That's the key. Right. So anyway, I say here, this is what happened next. So you've got this disparity of wealth, and it's getting out of control. But 
The Four Horsemen of Revelation 6 has happened time and time again through history. It starts off with that white horseman giving the leadership. Then they decide to start a war. You just look back to the Egyptian Empire and what they did. The Assyrian Empire, the Babylonian Empire, the Medio persian the Greeks, the Romans, all the same. That's right. And then you get the disparity of wealth so that they can control everything. Isn't that what they just said at Davos? Isn't that just what we said? Oh, we no longer need middle class. We just want the rich and the poor. Why? Because they want the control of everything, control of the wealth. They say they want to implant electrodes in everybody, have control of everybody on their planet. Sounds a lot like the Mark of the Beast of Revelation 13, right? It sounds like they're getting close, but I don't know if they're intelligent enough to put it off. I think they're going to need somebody a lot smarter. That's my opinion. Right. And of course, you've got the fourth horseman of death and hell. Well, somebody pointed out recently. There have been 28 takeovers by the communists, used by the globalists, to control. Every single one of those communist takeovers has been a complete failure and, and has only resulted in famine and death. That's not me saying that's a top journalist saying that, in observation history and observing and studying communism. And that's what these globalists want to bring again, communism on the world, and it's going to fail for the 29th time. But what does it do for them? Control. See? They've learnt, the globalists have learned to control much better through communism than through capitalism. Capitalism gives people too much freedom. And they don't like the middle class having freedom anyway. Communism makes everyone poor. That's the idea. So there's your fourth horseman of death, right? It's never completely dark when you're listening to Nightlight. Anyway, I'm going to jump the gun here to something else. Let's go back in time. Back in 1555, nice number by the way, it was predicted by Nostradamus that a great famine would engulf the whole world. And he said it would start somewhere in Europe, I think in Italy or Monaco or somewhere, and then engulf the whole world with famine. And here it says in Luke 21 and 11, and great earthquakes should be in diverse places and famines and pestilences. Fearful sights and great signs shall there be from heaven. Well, I think we're starting to see exactly these things the last few years. We've certainly seen pestilences and some fearful sights, and now famine is on the horizon. If any of you have any information about what it's like where you are, what's it like regarding the food and the water and, and um, gas and electricity, are they jacking up the price? I'd love to know. I really would love to know what it's like where you are. But I can tell you here in the UK, it's a nightmare for people. Because suddenly they find their bills are twice as high as they were. And a lot of the people have oh, been scraping by already. It's very breaking already. So famine is right on the doorstep. This year we're going to see famine. This year it's going to happen. I can already see signs of it here. Steve, have you been following what's happening in Sri Lanka? There's virtually no food or fuel. The prices of basic commodities have gone through the roof. And consequently, there's been riots and almost a complete breakdown of law and order. And they say Sri Lanka is just the first of many countries whose economies are about to implode. Oh, that is shocking. That is really, really shocking. I mean, it goes along the line of this other article on my website. I'm sure you've seen it. Control the food and you control the people. That was said by actually Henry Kissinger in the 70s. Really? Have you heard about in the States how they've had at least 50 food warehouses just burning up? And all kinds of stuff, just for no reason, just random. Oh, it just happened. No, it didn't. It's done deliberately. It's called sabotage. Food plant fires, explosions, plane crashes, recalls and ongoing shortages 
are decimating our food supply. That's from the States. Look at this one. Britain warned of winter blackouts. Electricity across the UK could be rationed as the energy crisis deepens, London says. As many as 6 million British households could be subjected to power cuts this winter if Russian gas supplies in Europe stop. And I'll tell you, it's much worse for the Europeans than it is for the British, because British have their own gas supply through the North Sea. That's right. And worse for Europe. I just read another article today for Europe. It's a terrible situation because Russia provides, I think it says in the article, 25% of the gas, was 35% of the gas, 25% of electricity. Is it oil? Yeah, oil. So Europe is really messed up. And it says Germany, who was connected with the pipeline directly to Russia, he said, people got the wrong idea. The gas coming from Russia is top-notch quality. But if you suddenly stop that and think you can get it from some other country, like some countries in Africa, you've got another thing coming because the gases are never the same and you need different equipment for purifying the, the raw product, you see? So just because you think you've got others who could supply for you, it's not a piece of cake because you've got to change all your equipment. Right. I was reading that today. So that's another example there. Now, I'll just give you a couple of verses again, just to cheer you up a bit. <laughs> <laughs> In the book of Amos, I find Amos chapter 8 very, very interesting. Here's one on famine, Amos 8, 4 and 5. Hear this, O ye that swallow up the needy, even to make the poor of the land to fail, saying, When will the new moon be gone, that we may sell corn? And the Sabbath, that we may set forth wheat, making the ephah small and the shekel great, and falsifying the balances by deceit. Now there's a perfect description of the merchants of this earth, as described in Revelation, that God's going to slaughter and the wrath of God. Because that's what they do all the time. They falsify the prices. They make the poor of the land to fail and double charge them on their gas and electricity. Oh, we've experienced it personally. And my poor daughter, who lives by herself in another town, and she doesn't have a lot of money, and she suddenly gets some phony up and says, you owe us 600 quid for gas. He says, wait a minute, I only spend 50 pounds a month on gas. We're not anymore, that's how it is now. We find out later, she sorts it out later, talks with somebody with the head screwed on, says, actually, the gas company owes you 200 pounds. Gosh. <laughs> not you owe them 600. <laughs> but, and she cancelled her holiday to see her daughter up in Iceland because just of that fake news. That she was given. It scared her. Poor thing. But, you know, I said, well, don't let it shake you up. There's all things like that happen these days. What it turns out, and I'll tell you for those who don't know in the UK, if you get strange messages like that telling you you owe them a lot of money, it's probably for one simple reason. You don't have their smart meter. Interesting. That's what I found out. You have got to have what's called a smart meter installed in your house, which I have one now. I do, I've been putting off doing it because of the radiation effects but we've found a way around that too, that you can cover the radiation if you know how. Oh, good. Survivalists like myself, we try to stay away from dangerous things like the radiation on a smart meter. But we have one now, and it is actually very useful because it tells you on an hourly basis how much electricity and gas you're using and how much you're spending. So it's very useful. And on top of that, you can budget it so you don't spend much gas and electricity anymore. That's what's happened to us. So I thought we were spending 150 a month for a four-bedroom house when all our kids were here. But now we're spending less than £100. So, you know, we're saving a lot of money. The gas company was also charging us £330 for the last two months without even knowing how much we spent. Crazy. And it's just how crazy it's become. But eventually, I'm hoping we can get it to where we're just paying for what we use. Now, it's okay for me, but what about a young person? 
gets sudden billets two, three times just for the convenience of these gas companies. What I'm saying is it's gotten out of control. One banker said it this way, up until 1999, they had the premise in the banks, uh, she was a top banker by the way, that we're there to serve the people. The rules changed somewhere after 2000 where no, the people are there to serve us. And she left being a top banker because of this, because of that attitude. And I've seen that attitude filter down into all business and everything. So no longer are they to serve the people in many cases, but the people are there to serve them. So unfortunately, this mirage of democracy we've had in the West for a few hundred years is fast disappearing. And it's, it's, it's obvious that the same people who rule in these countries where you get dictatorship and that, it's the same sort of people over here, except they've been in disguise. But now they are, as you can see in Davos, they're coming out making very clear where they stand and they don't care about us, you know. So that is, and that's not a very good report, I know. But I think there's a reason for it. And that's my other verse here. I give you a, I gave you a verse there from, from Amos chapter 8 about physical famine. But look at this one, more importantly. Earlier in the chapter, Amos 8.11 about spiritual famine. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, and I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor thirst of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. In studying this, what you find through history, if you look at all the empires, seven empires of man, why is it these terrible things start happening? Why does famine come? It's because people don't do the first thing there. They don't have a hunger for God's word. The majority don't obey. They don't listen to God. You just go through all the prophets who said, you haven't listened. You have not taken in my living waters and stuff like that. And then the people keep going their own way for a length of time or many years, often 40 years after the prophets given his message. And then suddenly everything goes wrong, starting with the four horsemen trotting out and bringing all the things I mentioned before, including famine. And I think that's where we're at right now. The, the devil's people cannot take over or have any power unless it's given to them because of disobedience. It, it's plain as anything in the scriptures. It's because the majority don't pray. It's because the majority don't do what God says. They don't want to do what he says. They want to do something else. And that is their downfall. That's right. But I'll tell you, you can reverse that in a minute. What we need today is everybody we can get to really desperately pray against these crazy people that I've just mentioned at Davos. Pray against these crazy lunatics and these people like Biden. Yes. And these guys are obviously destroying America and Australia and Canada. I haven't heard any commentator say anything good about their leadership anymore because they're all a bunch of nut jobs. You don't have to be conspiracy theorists to see that. It's obvious they're crazy. They are. I mean, who in their right mind has an attitude? Let's get rid of 95% of the world population because we're rich and powerful and they're stupid. I mean, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Even a five-year-old will tell you that. That is the situation we're in right now as regard to what's happening with the economy, what's happening, why is it that people are uh, having high prices with their gas and electricity. It's all artificial. It's not real. It doesn't mean to say we're lacking food. There's plenty of food on this planet. It's just the powers of being want to make you think that way so they can control and steal more. Yes. Like I said, just with uh, COVID and that whole fiasco with COVID, it's tragic. Millions died and even more millions have died with the vaccines, which I wouldn't advise anyone to take. But worse still, 500 people became billionaires over that time. Let me think of that for a moment. 500 billionaires living off the misery and suffering of the poor. Horrible. Just like it said clearly that Amos 8, which described it so well, 
the rich causing the poor of the land to fail. That's the stage we're in right now. That's what they're doing, manipulating everything. But like I said, I think the prayers of all of us put together put a stop to this nonsense. Absolutely. You know, God can delay the takeover of the ACs for years if he wants to. Who is the devil? Who are the demons in the, in the devil? Who do they think they are anyway? They're nothing. If you want something to encourage you, please read Joel chapter 2 and 3. That talks about the Lord's army, and that talks about us like in Revelation 19, with the Lord at the head of his army. Wow, that encouraged me reading that. That was Joel chapter 2 and 3. Fantastic stuff. They don't have a chance against us. They don't have a chance against those who believe in Jesus. You love Jesus, and you love his word. You're more than a match for the devil and all his people put together. So you don't have to be afraid. This is not about scaring you, no. This is not. The opposite is true. This is making you aware of what's going on, but in a way how you can actually do something about it. And I tell you, if you're a prayer warrior, you can do something. Amen. If you love God's word, you can do something about it. But I think we need to be more united in desperately praying against the evil and to pray the things like happening in Sri Lanka, that's terrible that happening to the people there. And, and they will happen. We need to pray for the people of the world to have food in their stomachs, to have water. Jackie of Jordan just told me that there it's getting pretty bad over there. Jordan, I think Jordan is the, has the second least amount of water uh, as a country in the world. But it's, it's getting like a desperate situation. And uh, she says everybody is very saving of water. I think we in the West have been spoiled rotten for so long. We have the water bubbling out the tap. We have every convenience just, I just order something from Amazon, do this, you know. But for how long is it going to be this way? I would suggest to people, find a way. I'm sure most of you are far ahead of me in this, by the way. I'm sure a lot of you have got nice gardens like Jackie and, and others. If you've, got, if you've got territory or land, anything, it's, it's been proved you don't even need much land to grow enough food to keep you and your family for a long, long time. That's right. I, I love it talking to people like Kathy who know about plants and trees, and my wife actually. Isn't it? I'm just amazed how God's created everything in the nature. You can eat almost anything out there. I didn't know that. I didn't know you can make soup out of nettles. I had no idea what you can eat, you know? But you can eat lots of stuff. But most of us, like me, I used to be totally ignorant of these things, but now I'm, I'm, I've seen that no. With a bit of hard work, you could dig up little plots in, in your own garden and make enough to eat, you know, whether it be lettuce or carrots or beetroots or, or a few fruits. Or, it's true. And survivalists who have done experiments, like I've known survivalists and scientists, they found that you can actually live on very little if you know what to eat. And what I'd like to advise everybody, finally, and that is the crux of the matter in this, I advise everybody, find what is suitable in your country what could you survive off in emergency? How could you keep living if the system collapses? And it will. I mean, I was thinking the other day, oh my God, this is awful. We're so dependent on the internet. You know, we're so dependent on the internet. If the internet goes, oh my God, I can't do shopping. Oh my God, I can't talk with my daughter or, or my son. Oh my goodness, I can't do this. Everything depends on the blooming internet. I think it's a big mistake. I think it's a big mistake because I, I've gotten the same habit too. Where do I order a lot of stuff from? Amazon. It's terrible. Why? Because of convenience, you know? But I think we need to diversify in our thinking. I know you've already done that, Simon, way down there, where you are there. <laughs> That's good. I know you've got it there. But I would say some sort of survival is essential. Some sort of survival, and better is not processed food. 
I know that's easier said than done. I mean, we, we like organics. That's why we mostly deal with organics ourselves. But young people say, oh, but I can't afford organics. It's too expensive. Well, you can grow them yourself. Grow them. Learn to grow them. Learn to do what Adam and Eve did. What did they do? They had to cultivate a garden. One of their first commands was get out there in that wilderness, carve it out with some intelligence, and you'll be able to grow anything. And, and I think it's wonderful. I can't get over that miracle that my wife said. You plant anything in a bunch of dirt. And it's just amazing what grows out of it. I mean, what we've seen in our garden. It's, it's fantastic. And I think man has got away from that. He's become so dependent on these devils, these rich merchants, so dependent on, on all these companies, instead of depending on God's simplicity. You've got a garden, do something with it, plant stuff, and in a short time you'll have something to eat. But I suppose for the city dweller, the city dweller is very difficult to think like that because they hardly see the sun anymore. But I would suggest to everybody, and I, I do sense that those listening to this program, they're probably way ahead of me anyway, and they've probably got lots of survival, they've got gardens and that. But in case you haven't, now is the time. I mean, you've probably heard this many times, about the, oh yeah, survival, get stuff ready. But the truth is you don't need a lot. Yes. You don't need a lot, but you do need some. Especially you need plenty of water, lots of water, and another supply of water. What are you going to do if the tap stops? What are you going to do if they, they switch everything off? Because I'll tell you something, I've never seen the leadership of the West as bad as they are today. I've never seen people talk the way they do. At least 20 years ago, they talked sense. But now they're openly talking nonsense, total nonsense. You know, you can't rely on people like President Biden in the United States. You never know what he's going to do next. The guy's got one foot on a banana and the other in the grave. I mean, the guy's a total nut job. I mean, how can somebody like that be running the world? It's unbelievable. I mean, when you, when you know things like that are facts... You've got to take a hand for yourself to protect your family. That's right. Now, I'm not saying go out and get guns like they do in the States. No, I'm against that. But I do think you should be prepared with food and um, good shelter and stuff like that. Now, I know, having said that, we've lived by faith ourselves all our lives. And we know no matter what happens, if we had to leave this house tomorrow, God will take care of us one way or the other. We know that. But I do think he expects us to prepare in a way that we know works. Because I've never seen a time, and maybe you can't see it there where you are. I don't know what it's like where you are, but in the UK it's looking precarious because I don't trust what they're going to pull next. I think come October this year, it's going to be devastating for people. If we get a harsh winter coming, it's going to be devastating for people. They won't be able to pay those gas bills and those electricity bills. Lighting your path through the end times. You're with Nightlight. Well, Steve, I think it's come time to really pray about whether it's worth living in the city. Maybe it's time for people to flee the city. Well, that's a good idea. I'm, I'm often telling our children, of which we have a lot, you know, we have 11 children, but I'm often telling them, hey, don't stay in those big cities like London. It's a death trap. But the problem is uh, the big whore of society has got people trapped in those places, in those cities, thinking, they're, you know, it's always this money trap, you know more and more stuck with money or making money and they don't think outside the box like you said no we live by faith we live by faith we always have done as missionaries we live by faith we know what it means to live by faith we don't put a trust in this world because we know it can go down well i keep advising my kids on that one be careful you know and um because you don't want to be stuck in a city when the system goes down you don't want to be stuck in these major cities there'll be death traps we must just continue to warn people Find somewhere safer. And I agree with you. If people could get out of the West, it would be a good idea. 
if you can find a, a haven like Simon's found, <laughs> or Kathy, you find one of these havens where they've uh, had the sense to build something and be ready. Wow, these guys are they're the ones to, it's a good sample to follow. Well, praise the Lord. I know the Lord will be faithful to lead and guide every one of his children, show them how best to survive or even thrive in their particular situations. Stephen, thank you so much. And anything else you'd like to share in closing? I'd say I'd I'd wrap that up by saying um, I think this is the most important topic right now. It is exactly that. Be prepared. Be prepared for sudden changes and a system going down, what you're used to, and have an alternative. I know that's easy to say and difficult to do, but somehow we've got to do something. I was reminded very much of Joseph, you know, Joseph who knew about Pharaoh's dreams, the seven years of famine, and he prepared and he saved a whole nation, saved a whole nation, not just a nation, all the nations came to Egypt because of Joseph's diligence in austerity and saving the food so, you know, we know it can be done. If we could do it for millions, we can certainly do it for our own families. And if you'd like to know how to grow your own food, well, stay tuned for an upcoming show with Peter Gare, who will be sharing how he and his wife, Taffy, have prepared themselves to live off the grid. For the next show, please do join me back on YouTube. And until then, God bless and keep you. Bye-bye. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What you gonna do when they show up in black suits? On your street and I'm in boots. gonna say when they strip your rights away and the tax man makes you pay
you a fighter or would you cower? It's our time to tap 